Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. So, do you think I should change the theme song to... I was thinking Led Zeppelin, Cashmere. Anybody have a problem with that? I, I'm sure you probably worry about it night and day uh welcome loves it is bowerly on news radio 930 wben good to have you with us tanner saunders is behind the glass making the magic happen uh very busy morning for me and you know i don't know what schedule it is you work actually that's not a bad topic in and of itself does anybody do nine to five anymore that just hit me at the last minute as, as i was turning on the microphone but one of the uh one of the issues with, and I don't know, by the way, if you do a nine to five job, I don't know how you're actually able to do it between all of the appointments that you have to hit, all the doctor's appointments, all the diagnostics, God forbid you have a lawyer's appointment or something else. I don't know how you do it because, uh, first of all, when you are off for lunch, noon until one o'clock, typically, so is everybody else. And some of the pharmacies, have you noticed, uh, in the in the old days, the pre-pandemic days, the pharmacy was always open, always, constantly, 100% of the time. But suddenly, the pharmacies introduced this idea that the pharmacists and the pharmacy techs needed a half hour for lunch, generally from 1.30 until 2 o'clock because they want to accommodate the people who are free during the noon lunch hour. I think I figured that out. But uh, how dare those pharmacy people actually want to take a break for lunch? How dare they do so? So anyway, welcome to the show. And uh, I have a lot of things that I would like to get into today. Uh, Before we do that, I just quickly want to thank you very much for all of the calls that we've had over the past I don't know, several weeks, but yesterday we did a show on loneliness, and it was really, really good. And it wasn't good because of me. It was good because of your phone calls, because you guys add dimensions of which I had never uh, thought or considered. And uh, we have one guy who calls in from Chictawaga who is on this uh, anti-feminism kick, and I got to check, recheck my email Um, I wouldn't be adverse to putting him on and uh, hearing more of what he has to say at some point in the future and then getting your calls on it because you either love him or you hate him. There's no middle ground for that particular guy. So uh, anyway, great to be with you. 
and uh, <laughs> something else. I, I hope I'm not going to get in trouble for saying this. But, um, anyway, I mentioned uh, Nick Orticelli yesterday. And please keep in mind, I'm friends with a lot of people, and some of the people don't necessarily get along with each other, okay? But uh, Nick and I, look, it, our history is one of strife and antagonizing one another until we realized that, you know what, we're actually kind of on the same page. And this is really stupid to be going after each other through Facebook or whatever. So uh, last night, uh, he'd sent me some texts yesterday during the show, which cracked me up. So last night, I uh, sent him a picture. I've been lifting weights a lot lately. So I sent him a picture of my uh, my arm muscles, the deltoids, the biceps, the triceps, etc. And I, I was very impressed with myself. So then Nick sends me back a picture of himself like, okay, I'm really sorry that I sent the picture of my arms because the dude is cut. He's absolutely cut. All I can say is thank God we're friends now because he'd mop the floor with me very, very easily. So it was kind of funny because uh, I'm not going to name names here, but uh, somebody uh, basically said, Hey, Tom, it wasn't Nick. It was uh, a fine young lady. Somebody said, hey, Tom, could the pictures you're sending to Nick get any more gay? Not that there's anything wrong with that. And uh, I thought it was absolutely uh, hilarious. But, you know, we've, we've talked about communication breakdowns, and I don't mean the Led Zeppelin song, but we, we've talked about how things can get so stupid on social media and how you say things to somebody or about somebody that you would never say to their face. And then once you get to know the person with whom you've been in an antagonistic relationship, it turns out that, you know what, they're, they're really okay. <laughs> and uh, that's, that is the story of, uh, of Nick and, uh, and myself. I mean, it's all documented out there on the Internet. But, uh, you know, I, let's put it this way. I personally think, and I think this comes with age, I would much rather have friends or people who at least have my back than gratuitously have people that with whom I have enmity okay because that's just that's just no good but I was just reflecting and maybe again this this also could be a show topic I was reflecting about uh, situations where you've done a 180 on somebody in particular those where you might have been antagonistic at one point, and then you actually get to the point where you say, "You know what, buddy? I would take a bullet for you." Um, that's that's a that's a great thing, and that's a sign of maturity. Not that I'm being mature, but it is. It's a sign of I think uh, I think wisdom. And my ex-wife and I uh, have that same situation. Extremely antagonistic during the divorce, but now we are uh, very, very good friends. And that doesn't mean that I've forsaken people who might not get along with Nick. Uh, it's just that I just consider it a win-win uh, for both of us. Um, I'm actually quite fond of Nick and Nancy. I never thought I'd say that five years ago, believe me. Uh, but anyway, the, the, the pictures, I'm not going to post them until Nick gives his permission. But uh, honestly, the correspondence looked like a couple of guys who might as well be on Grinder. <laughs> Sorry, Nick, I hope you're laughing because you're too damn strong for me to mess with. So uh, anyway, great to uh, have you with us. And uh, uh, for those of you, yes, a number of people are interested for whatever reason. But yes, the cataract surgery last Friday, absolutely a-okay. And everything is fine. Glad I had it done. And frankly, if you are going in for cataract surgery at some point, 
just take it from me, it really is no big deal at all. Really, it isn't um, at all. And I'm glad I had it done when I did because I always tell the uh, physicians, you know what, I'd rather heal younger than when I'm older because you heal better the younger you are. And the older you become, it becomes more difficult to reach uh, complete healing. But the good news is uh, everything is working out just fine on that front. And I only had to miss one day of work, which for some of you was probably too little. Uh, But I'm just saying, from my point of view, it uh, worked out very well. I want to get into something that we uh, started to talk about yesterday, but quite frankly, the popularity of the loneliness topic was such that we didn't really have time to get into it uh, at great length or in great detail. And I want to talk about hearing, because this is an issue which arises in relationships, and you know what? It arises even in your 20s, 30s, or 40s. You don't have to be old, as I unfortunately am, but it beats the alternative, Um, you don't have to be old to have issues with your own hearing or the hearing of somebody with whom you happen to be very, very close. And I mentioned yesterday that one of the risks of the trade for radio, and I'm sure that it's also common with those of you who play in bands, because every night you're standing in front of a whole bunch of marshals, uh, amplifiers, um, that could play a serious detrimental role in your hearing. But um, the radio business is notorious for causing people issues with hearing generally earlier in life than they ordinarily would have. And I'm not going to name names, but we have people at the radio station who have real hearing deficits. And I can tell because when I plug the headphones into where their headphones were, I get blasted out. And one of the policies that I've always had in effect, and I'm just, again, I'm using my life experience as a launching point to your life experiences. This is not a show about me, okay? That would be very narcissistic. Not that I'm going to deny the allegation, but it, it, it truly isn't. But uh, one of my policies has been every time, first of all, I don't keep the headphones that loud when I'm working, number one. Number two, during every break, The headphones come off. I don't wear them. And as a result, I will tell you that after five decades of doing this, starting in the 80s, 90s, the aughts, the teens, the 20s, that's five decades, um, one of the things I will tell you is I believe that my hearing is probably better than a lot of people who have been doing this for as long as I have been doing it. And I'm very grateful that I uh, adopted those habits very, very early in life. Uh, my professional career, because we do have some people who shall go nameless, younger than I, whose hearing is not very good. And again, that is measured, not uh, scientifically, but just by plugging in my headphones into their jack and realizing, my goodness, clearly this person can't hear. And one of the examples of that, if uh, you were listening, uh, we had a, a great Uh, radio disc jockey and radio personality in Buffalo, New York in uh, the 70s and 80s. And his name was Shane, Shane Brother Shane, the Cosmic Cowboy. And uh, Shane uh, did an appearance on the program actually shortly before he died. And we actually shared the same birthday, September 4th. But uh, when Shane was on the show, I had to repeat myself three times, maybe four times, for him to hear the question. 
and it wasn't that I wasn't enunciating or articulating. It's just that the dude had been doing radio so long that it had an impact on his hearing. Now, you might be with somebody who has worked, for example, uh, at an airport or in aviation. You might be with somebody who's involved uh, in heavy industry or who had a career in heavy industry. And you might have somebody who is involved in uh, uh, entertainment, in particular amplified sound, and they might have an issue with hearing. And it is always, is it not, my dear loves, is it not always difficult to convince the person with whom you are speaking, or should I say trying to speak, is it not difficult to convince them that they're not really hearing and they need to get a hearing test done? It is, it's almost that, it's almost the same kind of conversation. I don't know if Tim Wenger would agree with this, but it's it's almost the same conversation you have uh, with your parents as they get older. Hey, um, maybe the fact that the insurance company has raised your premium by $3,000 every half a year, do you think that maybe they're trying to tell you something about being of a certain age and still wanting to drive? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they, they are. What they're saying is our statistics show and our tables, show, our actuarial tables show that you are a higher risk than somebody who's 40 years old, and therefore you might have a perfect driving record. No tickets, no nothing, no accidents or anything, no claims filed, but uh, we're going to jack up your premiums anyway because we consider you to be a higher risk. Well, uh, you've got to have that conversation at some point. Hey... And you got to be really careful how you approach this. Hey, do you think that maybe you don't want to drive anymore? Do you really need a driver's license? Do you really need to have an automobile? How are you going to lug your oxygen around when it's just you driving and you're barely ambulatory? And if you're barely ambulatory, should you really be behind the wheel of a car? And I would say the answer to me is no. And what I don't want you to think, and this is when we get into the Biden and Trump issue, I don't want you to think that this is young radio guy on the air bashing old people. Because don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, having turned 60 last week on Labor Day, I am officially old. So you cannot accuse me of old bashing. Okay, just isn't it's just it's not any more than you can accuse me of being a racist. Okay, it's just it's not going to work. It's not going to fly or a homophobe or an Islamophobe. It's just not going to fly because it is just absolutely not true. But when it comes to hearing kind of curious as to the conversations that you have had with perhaps a parent or perhaps a spouse, maybe even a child that they are not hearing as well as they should be hearing, and it is time for them to take a hearing test. And let me tell you this, there is absolutely, first of all, there's no shame in having hearing loss. It happens. It happened to David Bellavia. Uh, it happened to me to a much lesser degree. It has certainly happened to people I know in this radio business, like Shane Brother Shane, who is no longer with us, and certain other radio personalities who are still with us, thank goodness. But uh, what was the conversation like when you told the person that you love, honey, um, you really need to have your hearing tested? 
and I'm not going to name names, uh, but there is a certain young lady. Well, she wishes to make it clear that she is not 10 years younger than I. She is nine years younger than I. Thank you. Uh, but I'm telling you, she can't hear fill in the blank. Yeah, that she can't hear. And if I'm going to try to have a conversation with her in a louded place, a lot louded in a loud place, I need to basically put my mouth up to her ear, which is kind of sexy. Let's admit that. But I have to put my mouth up to her ear and basically yell uh, that which I am trying to communicate. Honey, do you want another drink? What? Honey, do you want another drink? And then you get so frustrated after the first two or three times, then you start like trying to use hand signals, not ASL, which I wish I knew how to use. But you just try to, like, you point to a drink, and then you point to, like, the act of raising the glass to the mouth, and then they finally get the idea. Oh, he's asking me if I want a sip of his drink. No, no, I'm asking, do you want your own drink? And, look, it's... Um, there are many reasons, and I have not quite figured out all of them. There are many reasons why somebody you love is reticent about going in to have hearing tested. And one of those, should we talk about this again? I think we should probably mention it. One of those is denial. Okay? We talked about this when we did the heart attack show, even the cancer show. We as human beings are in denial about the fact that we, uh, as we age, Various parts of our body need to be, um, frankly, examined to make sure that you are receiving the optimal results from the input into you, the sensory input. Uh, whether you know, It's funny, your sense of smell doesn't seem to go that much, but your sense of sight and your sense of hearing, the ones you really need, they seem to go. So how many of you, seriously, have had this conversation with spouses, with parents, with even children about you really need to have your hearing tested uh, and then how did you actually get them in and I guess the other question and I hope Tim Wenger is listening uh, and I'm not accusing Tim of being deaf um, but the other question is once they get the hearing aids you've laid out all that money for hearing aids do they actually use them do they actually wear them and that is a separate question altogether, my loves. So uh, I want to take your telephone calls on this. I've never done this topic before. I mean, I tried it yesterday, but frankly, everybody was into talking about loneliness. So it was kind of an uphill, uh, trying to roll a beer barrel uphill uh, without a stone to back it up. Uh, wasn't, you know, I, I got to make sure we talk to people today on WBEN about this uh, hearing situation. Um, and I would invite Tim Wenger to call in. He might have some stories after as long as he's been in the business about people with whom maybe we've worked or he has worked solo uh, about maybe some hearing issues. And, of course, he doesn't have to name any names, although he might like to do so. <laughs> I've been working with Tim for a long time. I'm sorry. Uh, 803-0930 is the phone number. Obviously, that would be in the 716. 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Hearing loss. And maybe you yourself are the person with the hearing loss. Um, nobody likes to hear the words, you really need to have your hearing checked. 
And speaking personally, again, the show is not about me. I'm just citing personal examples so you can springboard off of them. Um, I realized that my hearing was not good when I uh, was in a crowd of people and there's music playing and people are speaking and literally uh, I there was no differentiation between the music that was playing and the conversation that was going on. And a lot of times, and you know this if you're in this uh, experience, if you're in this situation, a lot of times you just sit there and you nod. You, sn- you smile and nod like, yes, I'm hearing every single word and I completely comprehend the nature of this conversation. Uh, let me give you the phone number, 803-0930. This should be a good show. Maybe an instant classic, perhaps. Star 930 on the cell phone. And talk about narcissism. Yes, I think today's show is going to be an instant classic. Uh, 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. It is Bowerly, you and hearing, and how you've dealt with loved ones who have experienced hearing loss, and were you successful at getting them in? And did they actually wear the hearing aids that were prescribed for them. There's a reason they prescribe the hearing aids, and it ain't because they want to rack up the money. It's because they want you to be able to hear. It's Bowerly. On, huh? It's Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Ooh, good tune. I'm a bookkeeper, son. Don't want to hurt no one. Something or other. Anyway, it is uh, Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Want to talk about hearing. Our senses are so important and our egos are important. And maybe you've been on the receiving end of the conversation that started off with, honey, I don't mean to bring in a sore subject to the conversation, but you really need to have your hearing checked. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Um, and and here's, here's what's frustrating for people who know me. I do have hearing aids. And... 
a lot of times I forget to put them in. They're very, I wouldn't say they're invisible because they're clearly visible, but uh, they used to be a lot less visible when my hair was longer. Now that the hair is cut short, not quite as short as David Bellavia's, but still short, a uh, little bit more visible, but not uh, ridiculously so. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Let's go to John of Lancaster. Perhaps we shall call him John of Gaunt. Uh, John, you're on News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome to the program. Appreciate you having me on. Thanks. Well, my great pleasure. I think I can hear you. Uh, are you on a speakerphone, perchance? Uh, I am. If uh, you let me uh, pull off to the side here, I can try to get rid of that. I would one appreciate second. I'd appreciate that greatly, not just for your safety and the safety of those around you, but for the audio quality of the show. Since we're talking about hearing, it's kind of important we'd be able to hear you. Uh, you back with us there, John? I should be. Can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, much, much better. Um, we're, we're training uh, Tanner Saunders to ask everybody if they're on speakerphones. Uh, this is his third day on the job as our producer, and he's doing a great job. Problem is, he was perfect on Monday, so I told him, hey, everything after this is going to be downhill because you can't get any better. What's your story? Well, I, uh, I've had my hearing aids now for about seven years. Um, I'm actually on my, my second pair, um, and can't imagine what I would be doing without them. Um, you know, it started obviously way before, way before I got them with, uh, cranking up the remote control, trying to watch TV and, um, not being able to hear complete conversations. And, um, it, it, it really started driving me towards it when my uh, tinnitus got, got bad. Um, and, uh, it's just, yeah, it, it's um, it can be it can be pretty debilitating. Um, can you? But... I'm I'm going to interrupt you and forgive me. I always try to beg your forgiveness when I interrupt, but sometimes I need to. Um, you talk about tinnitus, and many people do not fully understand how debilitating that can be. Can you talk about its onset, its progression, and how it drove you up a tree? Absolutely, um, I've. It's it's probably been, I'm, I'm uh, yep. Um, are, are you still got me here? Yeah. Were you are you in like a drive-through yep. or something? No. Uh, the, the wonders of technology. My phone tries to sync to the truck when I don't want it to. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, the, uh, the 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 tinnitus, the ringing in the ears, very very high pitched, and it. It varies. I mean, it, it's something that once it's there, it's almost always there. Um, the volume will change. The intensity will change. Um, and it, it got to the point where, you know, you would, you would hear sounds in, in, in certain movies and things like that. And you would, you would turn, to the, I, I turn to the television and look at my wife and say, did you turn that off? And then she said, no, why? I said, well, I can't hear that sound because that was the tone that was ringing in my ears all the time. Mm. It's um, And finally, uh, I started out, uh, if you don't mind me naming names. I'd appreciate um, you not. I would appreciate you not naming names. There's, okay. no need, there's no need to name names. Nope. Well, I got, I got some help from some uh, great people that explained the – the mechanics of it and how it's 
very often a function of the brain creating the noise and and that there are things that can help it. Um, and I can tell you with with the hearing aids I've got now, um, they're they're absolutely amazing. I have the ability to to program levels of white noise that help settle down the tinnitus. Um, and I've had I've had lots of times where for the first time in decades I've had silence um, because the the hearing aids can actually help you overcome uh, what the what the what the brain is doing with the tinnitus. That's uh, very interesting. Um, so walk us through the progression of being a guy who was told that you perhaps needed um, hearing aids uh, until the time you actually got them. Well, um, it was, uh, boy, oh, boy, it was probably a couple of years of, of denial, at least several years of denial. Um, and then it really got to got to be bad at work. Uh, I was in a management position, and we'd be sitting in a conference room, and, and half of the staff in there were women, and and they were extremely difficult to to hear all the time. Um, and and when I when I finally went to get my hearing tested, I, I, I knew I had hearing loss, but when I went to get it tested and had it explained to me how the hearing loss affects how you hear certain sounds and certain words and how, how your brain interprets them, everything started to make sense. Um, you know, why, why I could hear one of, the, one of the men at the table speaking okay, but the women who were speaking just as loudly, I wasn't able to understand what they were saying as clearly. Um, so to, to get the hearing aids and have them um, um, adjusted, my one of my one of my favorite stories is when I when I first got the the demo set, my my wife went with me, and we sat in the room and the the technician uh, the, the the doctor put in the demo set and had adjusted them and said to me, "What do you think?" And I and I started talking, and and after a sentence or two, I said, "Well, I, I can tell you, I'm I'm talking pretty loud right now," and my wife laughed and said. John, you haven't talked this quiet in years, but it was the it was the first time that I was aware of how loud I was talking, and didn't have to raise my voice to hear myself, and and that's what I would find myself doing a lot without realizing it. You know, I had friends tell me, "Yeah, we know you're in the restaurant because you're the loudest one. We can hear you across the room," and I I thought at the time I was speaking in a normal tone of voice. Very interesting. And, you know, I, I often wonder, maybe you do as well, uh, you ever been at uh, a restaurant or a bar or some kind of a public setting where somebody is speaking and it's almost like they don't know that they have an inside voice? Like everything they say, it, it's almost <laughs> as though they're trying to shout across a football field with 70,000 people in the stands. Yeah, I, I probably resembled that guy uh, from time to time in my See, past. I, I wonder how many of those people. I, did. <laughs> I wonder how many of those people, like you, had hearing deficits and they were unaware of how loud they were. Absolutely, absolutely. You you, you don't know. You have because you you can't. You don't have anything to to compare it to until until you put uh, a set of hearing aids in. And, and have them adjusted for you. Um, and, you know, that's, I think that's one of the things that, 
maybe people don't understand. They're not just they're not just amplifiers. It's not like turning up the volume on everything. You know, they're they're adjusted for your specific hearing loss, and and you know the goal of the of, of the doctors is just to to get your hearing as close to perfect as it can be, and it's it's definitely life altering, no doubt about it. You know, one of the things you said, and I can't wait to hear from other people on this as well, one of the things you said that really resonated is when men were speaking, you could hear them just fine. When women were speaking, you could not. Now, that was not some part of the patriarchy. That was not some sexist comment, but it has everything to do with frequencies. And you might hear perfectly fine at certain frequencies, but other frequencies, things get lost in the sauce. I think that's the way it is for many of us with hearing deficits. Um, now, David David Bellavia, I'm not sure at what frequency he has an issue, but obviously because of his uh, service and his Medal of Honor uh, recipient uh, service, you know, he obviously was involved in a lot of close quarters combat and sudden noises. So I'm not sure if it's a woman thing with him, if it's a men thing with him, if it's a what frequency uh, he has the deficit. I've got a very narrow band of frequencies where I literally can't hear. And did you also, by the way, notice what I mentioned earlier, that um, you really knew you had a hearing problem when music was playing, there was a lot of background conversation noise, and somebody was right next to you talking, and you just could not hear them? Absolutely. Um, I've, I've, got a, I've got a couple of good friends right now that are, are um, in the, uh, well, I, I, they're in the denial stage that I was in eight or nine years ago, and they are, you know, they are the ones that are, are are exactly like that, you know, with the, with the background noise and and a little bit of uh, a little bit of somebody else talking and some music playing. You can you can just tell by the look on their face that they're not they're not comprehending what you're saying to them. You know, they're smiling and nodding their head, but they 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 don't hear you because they just can't. Um, and and again, with the women's voices, the you know they one of the things they educated me on was. The, with the women's voices just being softer, they they are of a higher frequency, and and those were the letters I would miss. And if you miss a couple of couple of letters out of a word, the the time it takes you to try to figure out what they just said, now you're behind on the whole conversation, and it just it just goes from bad to worse real quick. Oh, that can be very bad, especially if you're in the demolition business and somebody is talking about a blasted pole. You might think that they called you something totally different, you know. Just say, I'm just saying, in, in real life, these things can happen. Um, what would your advice be? Uh, hold on, I've, I've got to take a break, but I, when we come back, I want to find out what you would say to people who are living with somebody who's in that denial stage of hearing loss. What is going to get them in to actually get it checked? My dad never did. And toward the end, he couldn't hear a darn thing. Talking about hearing and hearing loss and dealing with the loved ones you have who are experiencing hearing loss. So uh, John has been there, done that, complete with tinnitus uh, as well. And uh, what advice would you give to people out there who are with a husband, a wife, a significant other, whatever the relationship happens to be, 
um, and they are frustrated because everything they say, they've got to say four, five times. And even then, it's a crapshoot. What would be the most delicate yet effective way of convincing them they really need to get their hearing tested? That's, boy, that's probably the toughest question, Tom. I mean, it, it, you have to, you have to, as difficult as it is, not be confrontational. It's, it's, it is frustrating. I, I realize it now how bad I was and how, how difficult I, I made things for my wife and my family by, by denying the fact that I, that I needed uh, the hearing aids. Uh, I think the things, the, the things to point out are, are the, the, quality of the things you're missing for me in in particular for me it was at the time my first granddaughter and you know the first grandchild and her voice being so soft and and just you know missing um missing completely missing the things that she was saying and trying to say um it's it, it's i think every person you got to find the right button for that person uh, to to make them understand that it's not just it's not just about your your partner um, being better off because now you hear her. It's 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 helping your health as well. It reduces you know my level of frustration. It it reduces my stress because because I'm I'm part of a conversation. I'm part of the entire conversation now, and and you know you you talk about the the, the crowds and the background noise. The, the hearing aids that I have now, I can actually adjust them to drown out sounds from one side of me and, and focus on, on the other. So if I'm, I'm sitting at the, at the bar having a drink with my wife, I can tell the hearing aids to focus the sound, of, uh, sound pickup from the right side where she's sitting, and it quiets down the background noise. So... You know, you've got to find the the button that really is going to get that person to take the first step again, whether it's the the family relationship that's suffering or or what they're missing out on. Um, but it's you know you you can't be overly confrontational because especially with the guys, um, our ego is going to get in the way and we're going to shut it right down. And and in addition to not hearing, we're not going to hear a damn thing that they say to us. Yeah, you think? <laughs> I, mean, I think yeah, every woman listening can relate, and most guys, if they're honest, they can relate to what you just said. Um, I think we're all very delighted that you have taken care of your hearing issues. Um, a great first call to start off the topic. This is exactly uh, that for which I had been hoping. And I thank you kindly for the call, my love, and good luck with uh, your continued hearing well. Thanks, Tom. Take good care. And don't be offended when I say my love. It's just, it's a term of endearment. I'm seriously not asking you out. Uh, no offense whatsoever. No, at least not here. We'll <laughs> save that for Grinder later on. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Of course, if I were to post the pictures of uh, Nick Orticelli and myself from last night, people would definitely wonder. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just find it humorous. I uh, Thank God he's got a good sense of humor, too. Anyway, it is. Uh, I think that would make a great show at some point in the future. Um, turning around a relationship where somebody with whom you had been an adversary actually becomes a friend. Um, I think there's something there because if it happened to me, it has to have happened to you because we all share these uh, experiences as human beings. Do we not?
Yeah, and it's a great talk show. I've never even done that one before. All right, talking about hearing right now, because it is a subject near and dear to me heart. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. It is Bowerly with you. It's already Wednesday, midweek, hump day, and uh, thanks for being a part of the program. We've got news coming up next at 3 on News Radio 930 WBEN, so don't go anywhere. You want to find out the very latest in terms of what is going on. And I do want to mention something. How many uh, are you a Peter Gabriel fan by any chance? Who isn't a Peter Gabriel fan? Well, Peter Gabriel is headed to KeyBank Center on Friday, September 22nd. That would be a week from this Friday. Tickets are on sale at Ticketmaster.com. Be sure to get yours while you can for Peter Gabriel. 257 News Radio 930 WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 